Hey everybody, so in this first episode of Girls by Grace, um, we're going to be discussing some of the topics that we're going to be going over in this season um, of this podcast. So, but before I dig into any of that, um, I just want to share a little bit of my testimony. So, I grew up Christian like a lot of people do and you know usually it goes one of two ways um some don't like it being forced onto them so they separate from god and then you got the ones that actually get closer to him or stay close growing up so yeah that's the ways that it can go um but I grew up Christian, and basically, um, we start, like, me and my family would go to church a lot when I was younger, until around fourth grade to middle school, because my brother was in high school, so he had a bunch of baseball stuff, and we had to take him to all these different events, and all that fun stuff. Um, He actually is playing college baseball next year. He goes in the spring to college. He's playing at the University of Central Arkansas, which is a D1 school. Um, But he had a ton of offers from a bunch of different places. But I'm very happy of him. Uh, Very happy for him. Sorry, guys. I have one brain cell. I just came back from a youth camp, but... um, Basically, yeah, so I grew up Christian, and um, about sixth grade, um, one of my best friends, um, so I got a phone call one day from her saying, basically, we're not allowed to talk to each other anymore, um, and, uh, that we couldn't be friends anymore. And I just remember bawling my eyes out because she was a really big part of my life. Um, that was super, super hard for me. Um, because I really did not have that many friends and she was like my sister. Um, I would stay at her house every weekend that she was at her dad's house. Her parents are split up by the way. Um, and I would go out to eat with her and her grandparents and their family. And her little her little sister literally called me by their last name. It was so cute. But, yeah, that happened. And um, <clears throat> so I was upset about that for a very, very long time. I actually found that out um, the summer of fifth grade. Um, so, yeah. But then a few months passed by. I'm doing horrible in school because I don't... I don't like, my anxiety was so bad, and it would stop me from being able to focus on my schoolwork, but, so, yeah, and, um, in October of 2021, no, 2020, sorry, guys, Um, in October of 2020, I found out that my mom had cancer, and I did not know what to do, 
because I had no idea. My parents actually did not tell me or my brother until then. And it had already been like four or five months. Keep that in mind. So I was like worried, worried. Like I didn't know what was going to happen. And um, so I felt super alone because, I mean, I didn't have my best friend there to help me through that really, really hard time in my life. Um, so that was really hard. And, um, my mom was never home. She was either at the doctor or at work and she is a nurse and she works in a surgical recovery center. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit of it. Um, I don't want to share it too long because I don't want to bore y'all, but I am from Arkansas, and um, my family is originally from Michigan, and my mom's side of the family is originally from Minnesota, so yeah, I don't know how that worked out, I don't know how we stayed here, but we did, so. Uh, my parents were military, so that's how we actually ended up in Arkansas. But anyways, back to my testimony. Um, so yeah, I was like really alone. And it was really hard to do everything by myself. So I would seek it, seek, um, like, I wouldn't say, re- I wouldn't say attention, but like, seek comfort and reassurance from boys because I had nobody else and boys were easier to talk to than girls at the time for me anyways so I got me a boyfriend in sixth grade okay um he was older um but I was old for sixth grade so it didn't really matter to me he was only two years older um, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, so that kind of kept me distracted from everything that was going on, and I loved it, um, I think I got a little bit too attached in that relationship, <laughs> not even a relationship, like, friendship, pretty much, but, yeah, and he was not a good guy <laughs> whatsoever, um, which actually... In just a minute, we'll get to that. Um, but um, let's talk about the school part of this because it was really, really bad. Um, but after I found out my mom had cancer, I would show up to school every single morning crying. Um, there were, I don't think there was a day up until the end of the year that I was not crying um I was it was really hard for me to get out of bed most days um I either wasn't at school or I was very very late so uh, sorry guys (laughs) anyways yeah so that's how that was um and um I had this one teacher. She was amazing. I actually still talk to her to this day. Um, 
she really did help me a lot. Um, I was very behind in school at the time, and she obviously knew that I had a ton going on because every single day she would see me walk into the classroom about to burst out in tears, um, and she would always check on check up on me. Um, but yeah, and um, one day I was in English class. Because in 6th grade, we only had three class periods. It was math, English, and social studies, and science. Uh, Social studies and science were in the same class. Um, But, yeah. So, I was in English class one day. And I don't know why my English teacher hated me so much. Like, it was bad. I don't know why she did not like me. I never did anything to her. It was very one-sided. Um, but basically I was in her class one day and she pulled me out into the hallway and, um, like I said earlier, I was really behind in every class possible. Um, but she pulled me out into the hallway and she was like, Anna, you need to do this essay or I'm going to fail you. And she was like, you have no reason to not be getting your work done in my class. You need to be paying attention and getting your work done. Um, And then she like, she was being super rude. And then she just walked back into the classroom. I was stuck in the hallway. Okay, I'm pretty positive she told me that I had to skip lunch and um recess um to do my work and that made me really upset because that was like my free time to do whatever I wanted to get everything off my mind um but I started crying in the the hallway because I was like bro teachers do not care about their students personal lives whatsoever I I know they say they do, but that's their job. Um, If they said they didn't like kids, they'd probably get fired. Um, But, yeah, so that teacher did not care about my um, life outside of school. She didn't like me. Okay, back to what I was saying. Um, So, actually, I would not say that teachers don't care about our personal lives. Because some of them do. Um, It just depends but yeah I was in the hallway crying and my social studies teacher the one that was my homeroom teacher that was seeing me walking crying every day I was crying so hard I could not breathe I had boogers running out of my nose and tears like drenching my face um and I just remember she hugged me so tight and I was like it's gonna be okay and she was just, oh my god, I'm so Um, she's a really good teacher. And, um, she, um, kind of reminded me that it's okay to not be okay and to, um, just make sure you take care of yourself before worrying about anything else. So, yeah. But, there's that. Um, okay. Here's the relationship relationship part of this um so basically 
Sorry, guys, my dog's on the floor. But basically, I was in this 26-day relationship, okay? And um, when we first started dating, everything was going good. It's fine. I had someone to talk to. I was satisfied. Um, until one day, I woke up and I looked at his TikTok. And he changed his profile picture to him and a picture of his ex. And we were still well-known dating. And, um, so I was very, very confused. And I texted him about it, and he said that she changed it. Um, that was not the case. So, yeah. And then a few days passed by. Uh, we break up. Um, I was devastated because obviously I'm a sixth grade girl who has nobody but herself pretty much at that point. Um, yeah, I was devastated. Um, a few months go by. I'm over it by now. Um, my brother actually texted me and was like, hey, um, your ex-boyfriend got a girl pregnant. And I was like, who was it? It was his ex. <laughs> so, yeah, he got his ex-girlfriend pregnant. Um, Actually, not that long after we broke up. And um, apparently they were um, together the whole relationship. And I was just dumb. So, um, yeah, so there's that. If you hear smacking, it's my dog, I promise. Um, she's, I don't know what she's doing, but, um, so yeah, there's that. And yeah, so that was really hard for me to like process as a sixth grader. Um, not fun, guys, not fun. Um, that led to anxiety and trust issues. And, um, a super depressive episode. That whole thing was so bad. Girl, get that on out. Okay. Um, but yeah. So that's what that stuff led to. And, um, I actually started self-harming. Um, I don't like to talk about it. Because to me, it's embarrassing. Because, um, I don't know. It's not embarrassing when other people talk about it. I just feel... Like, it's hard to talk about. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, so I started self-harming. And... Um... And when I mean self-harming, like, my arm had cuts all the way up to my elbow. On the back and front side of it. And, um, I would always wear long sleeves. Never once wore a short sleeve because I knew someone would see it and snitch. Um, so I actually showed one of my best friends, and, um, basically, like, I'd say, okay, um, <laughs> like, a month after that, um, my mom got a text from someone really random, no clue whose number it was, guys, no clue, um, and basically, um, was saying, find a discreet way to look at your daughter's arm because she has been cutting herself. 
And so my mom rolled up my sleeve in the car. I was like, what is this? Like, and just started freaking out, okay? Um, guys, not gonna lie, my dog is built like a hot dog. It's really bad. Anyways, what the heck? Anyways, so, yeah, um, and then I remember we were screaming at each other in the car. She was like, I do everything for you. Why would you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. It has nothing to do with you. It just has to do with me and my head. Um, but I got home. She told my dad. My dad comes in my room, and he's just bawling. And um, my dad's my best friend, so it's really hard to see that. Um, he was like, why would you do that to yourself? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I promise I won't do it again. And that was the end of that. Um, that was really hard. Um, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's just kind of really, really hard to see someone that you love so much care that much. And you didn't even know, like, you just feel dumb for not realizing it at the time. But you're so distracted and caught up in your own head that you don't even care what's going on around you. Um, But, yeah. So, there was that. And, um, um, a couple months later, after I was okay, um, I went to this event at my junior high called Christ on the Court, um, and it's basically just a youth service, but they do it at the school, and they have a guest speaker come and talk, and they do a bunch of fun stuff, um, I went with a group of my friends, I was not that social, so it was kind of awkward for me, okay, um, not the social butterfly, but it was really awkward for me, and, um, yeah, so I showed up, and, uh, we sat kind of in the middle, so I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) this is, this is cool, and they started doing worship, and I was singing, because I love to sing, um, I am on the worship team at my church, by the way, (laughs) now, now I am, but, um, and we were doing worship, and I was listening to the guest speaker speak, and I don't remember exactly what it was that triggered my emotions, but, um, I was going through a lot at the time, you know, still kind of getting over what has happened, and basically, um, I just started bawling, and I realized that I had a spark with God, and I had a moment with God, and that moment, the only thing that mattered to me was me and God, and me and God were talking, um, I was praying, and I got a super strong feeling that said, go down onto that court, 
and find somebody to talk to because they had a kind of sort of altar calling kind of situation. They had a bunch of youth pastors from the churches all around the towns and um, basically you'd go down there and they would pray for you and talk to you. Um, So I go down there with one of my old friends. We're not friends anymore. But um, went down there with one of my old friends and she brought me to my now youth pastor, um, and he prayed over me. And when he was praying for me, I was bawling my eyes out. And once he was done, I felt so filled, like fulfilled. I felt so happy and so satisfied. Like I felt so comforted in a way that nothing else has ever comforted me before. Um, it was so weird because before I walked in there, I was anxious, I was scared, I was thinking about my past, and I was worried about all these other things that I did not need to be worried about. And I left there, and I was crying until <laughs> until 3 a.m. that night, and I remember specifically because um, I could not sleep. Um and i was just like wow um this is really what i've been needing uh i didn't need a boy i did not need that friend um as much as it seemed like i did um i did not um i did not need good teachers it would have helped a little bit to have more support than what i did but i didn't need that um i needed a god and Um, that's kind of when I figured out that's what I was missing. And, um, I knew, I knew he was real. I believed in him, but I didn't know how to follow him, if that makes sense. I was never in a youth group up until, um, eighth grade. So I didn't really know, like, you know, all the things. I didn't really know scripture either. Um... Yeah, so that's all about my testimony, and um, that was when I got saved. Ah, and then a few years later, um, I rededicated my life, and um, yeah, rededicated my life, and then today, actually, <laughs> so today I got baptized. Um, everybody was watching online that was not there um my boyfriend actually was there (laughs) so that was pretty cool but yeah i got baptized today and it was super super awesome and i loved that like when i got up out of that water i don't know what it was i just felt so rejuvenated and so it was like i got saved all over again like that same fulfilling feeling and overall just happiness and excitement and I was just amazed so yep that's but basically that's just my testimony um depression anxiety and um grief so um there's a I have a ton of other stories unfortunately those were not a part of my testimony they were just kind of a part of my trials in my life so i will be sharing about those in other episodes 
Um, but for today, this is all I wanted to talk about and kind of get through. Um, hopefully you stick around for the next few episodes. This episode could have possibly bored you, to be honest. Um, and I'm sorry if it did. Uh, I just wanted to share a little bit of my testimony. Oh, by the way, if you are a non-believer, I don't, I don't think a non-believer would click on this episode but if they did um i just want you to know that one day god is going to randomly pop up in your life and show you hey you've been missing me you've been missing out on this whole thing that i have planned for you that i have created for you i created you to love others and show others the love of me that is what he created you for um and god can turn your life around completely 100 percent, 100 percent. he did it to me he did it to multiple other people um and he can do it to you um so yeah but that's my testimony and I'm so excited to start this pod and I cannot wait to talk about more things, share scripture with y'all and kind of explain some things more deeply. I am super stoked to be able to do this um, and kind of share the word and the gospel. So, all right, guys, well, that's a wrap for today. I will see y'all next episode, and I hope that you enjoyed this.